Welcome to the Be Free podcast. I'm your host, Susie McWilliam, anxiety expert, author and coach, community creator of the Sanctuary at Highlands and the beautiful, incredible online space Spirit and Soul membership. I'm a lover of all things self-development, spirituality and well-being. And through this podcast, I hope to inspire you, educate and encourage you to embrace such things as meditation and mindset, looking at our health, our well-being and happiness and calling in guest experts along the way to hear their own stories, their own struggles that they've overcome, the challenges they've faced and really to truly create conversations that empower, ignite and support you so that you too can live a life that feels aligned and joyful. I want to thank you for joining me on this journey and if you're enjoying this journey I would love if you could subscribe, rate the podcast and even leave a comment. I would love to hear what you think about the conversations that we're creating. I can't wait to connect with you on this journey to being free. Hello, my love. So hoping the sound is better this week. Last week, I do apologize. Our Wi-Fi was absolutely shocking and kept dropping out and I had to record the podcast on my phone. So yeah, apologies. But here's hoping this week the Wi-Fi is more stable. So I'm in my office. I thought I would come in. It's nice and cozy. I've got my candle on and speak to you today about my 10 pillars to being anxiety free. Now, these 10 pillars are the basis for my coaching program. They are the basis for my book. They're what I work through with my coaching clients. These are what I have discovered on my own personal journey and also my journey with clients that the 10 key areas that you need to support in order to live a life free from anxiety, stress, or low mood. Excuse me. So let's dive right in. I'm going to maybe read little bits from my book. Not sure. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. Um, I'm going to pop a link in the show notes to my Be Free Anxiety Matrix. So this is a little tool that I created to support you in just checking in with these 10 key areas. So this is a coaching tool I use. You can access it for absolutely free from my website. I'll show it here if you're watching on YouTube or um, IGTV, you'll be able to see that there. Um, But you can access that via my website. And as I say, I'll share the link to that in the show notes so you can download it for yourself. And all it does is it takes you through the 10 key areas so that you can begin to check in, see, okay, how am I doing in that area? What can I do to improve and support myself? And um, yeah, just give you a bit of awareness as to why you're maybe feeling the way you're feeling. And I refer my coaching clients back to this tool. So when they're finished their coaching program to use it as a way to check in. So if you're having a week where you're maybe having a bit of a wobble, you can use it. You can go back, you can check in. Um, 
over time it will just become second nature you won't have to kind of use the tool you know you'll think okay this is why I'm feeling like that but until you get to that point it's a great way to check in with yourself so firstly how did I come to discover these 10 pillars so I had struggled with anxiety and depression myself for nearly two decades um I started to log changes I used to have a blog called the dizzy brunette and I used to log changes things I was trying there and this is one thing I would say when making any changes to your life to support yourself with anxiety stress or overwhelm you don't want to make things too crazy or too unachievable you want to keep it really simple start with one habit one practice then layer it up. So consistency really is key. So making sure that you're consistent with that one practice, once you've got it nailed, layer another practice or habit in. So kind of they call this habit stacking. And it's a really wonderful way, one, to make sure what you're doing is supporting you. So if you're trying something, or say you're trying five things, and suddenly you feel better, you're like, oh, amazing. But is it those five things? Is it one element? Um, or if you're feeling really crap, you know, which one of those five things was it? You know, and so start with one, at least one area as a focus. And as we go through the areas, I'll make some suggestions as to which ones you might want to start with that we're going to give you kind of maximum um, impact quickly. And when you start and get that impact, it builds momentum. So you really want to do something that's going to benefit you quickly. So you get that, oh my gosh, amazing. I feel really, really good. Um, and then that inspires you to keep going and look at other areas. So let me tell you. So yeah, so sorry, I diversified there. So what I was going to say was I started logging all the things I was doing. I uh, had various practices that I'd adopted throughout my life. I began to work with clients through healing, through meditation, um, and began to see differences when we implemented certain things. Um, from my own experience, from my studies of anxiety, from my studies of natural health, and you know, just well-being in general, these are the areas that really have an effect on our nervous system, on our mindset, on our physical health mental health and all the things so it has been adapted over years but now what I've discovered as I said is these 10 pillars if you address them well I guarantee will change your life okay big bold statement I know but it's true and the reason I know it's true is because I have coached you know well over 100 people through using this tool um, over like half a thousand people through the book and the feedback from the book through other ways shapes forms clients those types of things and myself so evidence based it works if you work it yeah this is the thing you can read the book but you have to action it okay so Let's have a little go through. So the number one, positive mind. Um, I've just realized that that's actually a typo on the, 
from the matrix. Positive mind, positive vibes, it's supposed to read. Um, so starting with your mindset, how is your mindset? How are you currently feeling? What are your thoughts like? Are you stuck in kind of that negative mindset, catastrophizing, overthinking, worrying? All these aspects fall into this positive mind, positive vibes area. So checking in, how happy are you in that area? What's going well? What's not going well? So if that is an area you struggle with, I would suggest, you know, that this is one of the areas that will have, will have one of those maximum impact areas. It's a bit of a slower burner because working with our mindset, rewiring our brains takes time and consistency. So this is probably one of the most powerful areas to change and the ne most necessary area to change, but it does probably require the most work and the most repetition and the most support. And um, what was I going to say there? So yeah, so looking at our mindset, how it supports us and thinking about what changes we can adopt to support ourselves there. If you have a negative mindset, it will not matter what you do with the other nine areas. You're not going to be free from anxiety, stress and overwhelm. If you're, you know, our brain has so much power. Our thoughts have so much power over our behaviors, over our physical things that we are feeling. So it's imperative that we do look at the mindset. And as I say, it's the first chapter of my book for a reason, because without looking at that, you could have the best food in the world, the best boundaries, the, all of the things. But if you have a shitty mind, <laughs> you're going to have a shitty life. OK, so don't take it lightly. Let's look at ways to support your mindset. There's a number of different tools through there with regards to different techniques for retraining your brain through um, affirmations, looking at techniques to stop you, looking at tapping, um, kind of shifting the energy and rewiring our brain in a positive way. So that is pillar numero uno. Next up, protecting yourself from negativity. Um, in the book, this is called The Good, the Bad and the Ugly, Protecting Yourself from Negativity. And I actually spoke about that in last week's podcast. So go check out last week's podcast if this is an area you struggle with. But when working with clients, especially if you're struggling with anxiety, the first thing you need to do is limit the amount of negative interactions you have. You need to build on the most positive interactions you have. So what I mean by that is negative people, negative relationships, the news, social media, any way you are exposing yourself to negativity, whether that be watching, you know, I've had clients who watch love to watch murder stuff, for example, you know, murder documentaries and things like that. Just don't. If you suffer from anxiety, stress, depression, I would say stay away from that. You need to fuel yourself with positivity, with positive energy until you get to a point where you feel 100 percent secure, empowered, safe positive then maybe you could watch that but I guarantee you probably won't want to once you're at this higher vibration so protecting yourself from negativity pillar number two pillar number three saying no this is one of the biggest areas I support clients with is boundaries so thinking about you know 
we often you know people pleasers for example I work a lot with people pleasers I myself was a people pleaser um but you know we like to just support other people and say yes to things and you know in the process of doing that we inherently say no to ourselves so learning to say no learning your boundaries about time energy relationships how that plays out is really, really, really important. Um, and when you strengthen those boundaries, you strengthen that relationship with yourself, your confidence grows, the anxiety begins to dissipate along with stress, overwhelm, depression. So thinking about boundaries and saying no. Pillar number four, feeding freedom is what I call it. So the do's and don'ts, of living a vibrant life. So when it comes to anxiety, what I say to my clients is you want to live a balanced life. So you don't want any dramatic highs or dramatic lows, whether that be through caffeine, alcohol, sugar, um, you know, you really need to be managing your blood sugars effectively to live a life free from anxiety. Managing our gut health is really, really important for the uh, connection to our brain. So this is all things I work through with my clients. You will find more information on those things within the book. I might, I'm going to look actually to get a nutritionalist on to speak to us about food and anxiety, because this is one of the areas that you will experience the quickest. So this is a good quick win area, the quickest transformation in your life. I've had clients in the past who have had, you know, Starbucks in the workplace. They have six coffees a day and they wonder why they're anxious. I'm like, okay, let's kick the Starbucks or go decaf and you will see a huge transformation or clients who have insomnia and suddenly they kick the caffeine. Um, gut health, the food we eat will transform your mood, emotions and balance so damn quickly. And I'm going to give you an example of that. So back when I was really struggling with anxiety and depression, I was backwards and forwards to the doctor. I used to have a list of symptoms and um, somebody recommended that I go and see a natural medicine practitioner, you know, kind of last resort, last straw, as you do when you're struggling with anxiety and you're trying all the things. So I went to see this natural medicine practitioner and doctor, and I took her my list of symptoms. I showed her them. She automatically said to me at that point, Susie, you're struggling from adrenal fatigue, showed me the list of symptoms for that. Whereas I'd been to the doctor and they're like, no, not related at all. That doesn't make sense. Like that, none of those things are related. But actually when I, you know, showed it to this natural medicine practitioner, she pulled out this adrenal fatigue book and was like, voila, suddenly felt that I'd been heard and I wasn't going absolutely freaking mental. So working with her, the first things we looked at were my diet. I um, eliminated sugar at that point. I um, did a number of different practices, a lot of it just focusing around blood sugar management. Um, that was like a number, number, number of years ago, um, focusing on high antioxidant food and um, looking at my gut health. So 
those are areas that I would suggest you look at. Think about, you know, how you're managing your mood and emotions. Are you reaching for sweet stuff and then crashing later? Are you using caffeine to perk you up? Are you using alcohol to numb the emotions that you're currently experiencing? All these things will have a detrimental effect on the anxiety, stress and overwhelm. So if you want a quick win, this is the place to look at. Um, I'm going to do another episode, I think, on alcohol-free living as well, because that was one of the reasons I stopped drinking alcohol, because it got to the point where the next day I would have panic attacks, I would feel ill, I would like be rattling, my anxiety would be through the roof. And it got to the point where I'm like, actually, why am I doing this to myself? And I have never looked back. It's been one of the most incredible, life-changing decisions I've ever made. And um, I'm so grateful and thankful for, for doing that. So that's like four years ago. Woo-hoo! Um, okay, next up. Where are we? What number am I on? Okay, number five, the great outdoors. So thinking about... In particular, this is looking at grounding. So grounding our energy, helping us feel more safe, secure, connected to the earth. So we're not so much in our head and getting outside, connecting with nature, taking yourself out of the environment that's maybe potentially stressing you out, whether that be work, whether that be your home life getting out into the bigger world when you're outside, your problems seem smaller and really just, yeah, connecting with nature. I take you through a number of practices in the book about grounding your energy. I also have a grounding mat that I used to use um, if I was feeling particularly anxious that I would sleep on or put my feet on. Um, So you can buy things like that if you can't get outside. If you can't get outside, you could use visualization. I've got grounding meditation, um, which I will share a link to. You can get that um, via Insight Timer. I'll share a link to that um, in the show notes so you can go check it out. So there's a number of ways you can look just to connect with nature, even if you can't get outside all the time. But that would be one of the things that I would really, really urge you to do every day if possible um amazing for cleaning your head loading your heart rate like so many benefits okay next up breathe so looking at your breath using techniques to support the nervous system um you know breath if you struggle with anxiety and stress has been one of the areas that you can really notice you might get pain in your chest you might feel that your throat is closing up that you can't get a deep breath if you struggle with panic attacks you will know exactly what I'm talking about I used to struggle with panic attacks really badly I used to have a paper bag which I actually keep in my office I as a reminder I used to have a paper bag that I would breathe in and out of to regulate my breath They don't kind of promote that anymore. Um, Type of things I would suggest if you do suffer from panic attacks are thinking about the yogic three-part breath, doing some kind of grounding breathing, extending the exhale so that you shift your nervous system out of fight or flight into the more rest and digest calm zone. So breath is really, really hugely important. So that's my sixth pillar that I work with clients to look at, to address, to use, 
as a support tool. And if you're on my email list, I sent out an email the other day with a little link to some breathing techniques and you can find them on YouTube as well. Okay, number seven, meditation and mindfulness. <laughs> this obviously to me is so damn important. This is like, it just gives me life. It keeps me sane. This is the area that most of my coaching clients, I would say, hang on to consistently or if they have a wobble they'll like message me and I'm like Susie I'm just going to go meditate and I'm like yes amazing this is one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself is the ability to learn how to meditate and how to be mindful in your day because that will begin to hush the chatter give you moments of peace so as I mentioned you know when looking at anxiety you really want to look at balance. You don't want any monumental highs and lows because that's just going to throw you off. And meditation and mindfulness can allow you that balance and regularity um, within, your, with, within your space. Also opportunities, any opportunities you can get to shift out of fight and flight, allow your body to retrain it. You know, fight or flight is not our natural state to be in. In, in theory, it shouldn't be our natural state to be in. Um, but currently, for so many of us, that is how we're living. We are constantly in the state of fight and flight on high adrenaline, you know, just cortisol racing through our brains, trying to go from one thing to the next. It could be, you know, as little as picking your kid up from school, taking them to gymnastics, throwing dinner around their neck, taking your next child swimming. You know, that's how it used to be for me. Or it could be, at work you know deadlines at work trying to get to work try to fit in a yoga class like you know you're trying to cram all these things in to support you some of them you know like your yoga class or whatever but actually you're just living in the state of fight and flight so as many opportunities as you can even if this is why breath work's important this is why meditation is important this is why getting into nature is important so you can allow your nervous system to recognize ah like a big sigh. This is how it's supposed to feel. This, I feel safe. I like, you know, allow yourself to drop into that space. Okay, number eight, pillar number eight, move, stretch, play. So any kind of exercise will release the energy within your body. I used to love running. Running was really great for anxiety for me. Um, and then I had issues with my balance and stuff was not so great trying to run with labyrinthitis or vertigo. It's not ideal. Um, but yeah, running, any kind of exercise, walking, yoga, Pilates, tennis, like anything at all, playing with your kid, trampolining, like whatever involves you shifting your body shifting that energy getting that little clicks clicks out and having fun so dancing I think in the book there's a link or there's yeah there's a playlist on I think it might be YouTube can't remember I think it is YouTube actually there's a move shake play playlist to go with the book um but yeah just get up have a kitchen boogie laugh have fun when we're stuck in a state of anxiety, stress, depression, um, low mood, we can forget to have fun. And that is, you know, such a great way to do that or to connect with other people as well. You know, swimming is a beautiful thing to do. Just feeling that sense of support, just 
do what you enjoy yeah there's no right or wrong do what you enjoy okay this is next up as another area that my clients struggle with and this is why I have Reiki healing as part of um all my coaching programs uh is self-care so flying solo I call it self-care what do you do to nourish yourself each and every single week I would say day it's maybe ambitious when you're starting to do something every single day but you know what are you factoring into your week that's just for you is it chilling out with a book is it taking a bath you know just what are you doing for self-care this is an area that a lot of clients I have do nothing when they first come to me they do nothing in this area because they don't think they have time or they don't deem themselves as important as the other people in their lives so think about what can you do for yourself there's so many ideas you know if you're struggling go on to Pinterest I did a post yesterday actually on my Instagram and what were the things that came back uh hill walking self-care somebody said changing their sheets and I thought that was such a great idea um changing their sheets yoga face mask and chocolate nice um so you know what is self-care to you what do you enjoy maybe it's just taking yourself for an early night I've got a nice herbal tea here with me you know early night herbal tea maybe it's connecting with a friend maybe it's getting your nails done your hair done whatever it is for you thinking about that and lastly is dare to be different okay so this is about complementary medicine and alternative therapy and I encourage you to try things and see if they work for you so in the past I have done EFT hypnotherapy um I have been to the chiropractor acupuncture Reiki healing um shamanic healing essential oils like there's so many different things that you can try to support yourself reflexology is a beautiful way massage and I mentioned a bit about that in the book as well so looking at ways don't be scared to try different things and just because you try something and it doesn't work it doesn't mean that all the other things aren't going to work okay keep trying enjoy the experience enjoy learning different things trying different things and yeah you never know you might just find something that you absolutely love that has a huge impact on your life so quick run through of those 10 I suggest that you go download the anxiety matrix from the website have a little check-in with yourself so first up positive mind positive vibes protecting yourself from negativity, saying no, feeding freedom, great outdoors, breath, meditation and mindfulness, move, self-care, and dare to be different. So that is kind of the 10 key chapters of my book. That's the 10 pillars of what I use to support my coaching clients. Um, Hopefully that's given you some ideas of areas you maybe haven't considered before that might affect your anxiety. 
and giving you some ideas of things that you might want to try. If you have any questions about any of that, or as always, please just reach out to me. I am like, you know, drop me an email, send me an Instagram voice note, whatever. If you've got any questions about anything, I would love to connect with you and support you. If you would like a deeper dive one-to-one with any of those things, then please do, you know, reach out to me for coaching. Um, I would love to be able to support you with that. You can find out more about that on the website as well. But in the meantime, I will pop some links within the show notes. You can go check them out. Have a little think about what areas. Tag me, actually tag me on social media at I am Susie McWilliam on Instagram. And yeah, show me you eating, eating well or you know, meditating or doing something for your mindset or just message me. I said no to such and such. Like, let me celebrate you and celebrate your wins. And um, as I say, habit stack, you can, you can do it. And actually I'm just thinking, I never mentioned in food, water, dehydration is huge for panic attacks and anxiety. So make sure that you are drinking enough water. Alrighty, so lovely to connect with you. Please reach out with anything you would like covered on the podcast. I would love to be able to support you in any way I can or get the appropriate expert in. Um, but yeah, have an incredible week. Until next week, sending you so much love, so much hope. It's time to be free. Thank you so much for connecting with me today on the Be Free podcast. As a token of my appreciation, I would love to gift you my anxiety busting daily planner and a meditation to support you with freedom from anxiety, pain, stress. So head to the show notes and you will find the link to that or head to www.spiritandsoul.me forward slash anxiety free. If you feel that this podcast would support a friend or loved one, I would absolutely adore if you could share it. The more people that get support and freedom from stress, anxiety, overwhelm, all the things, the better because we all deserve to live that life of freedom and expansiveness. So please do share the podcast, subscribe, comment if you can I love to hear your takeaways from each and every show for those of you that reach out to me that dm me I love connecting with you so please any questions always do reach out to me or even any ideas of themes that you wish me to cover I would absolutely love to hear from you so wishing you the most incredible day week month life be free my love